We shall fight with growing confidence and growing strength in the air. We shall fight on the beaches. We shall fight on the landing grounds. We shall fight in the fields and in the streets. We shall never surrender until in God's good time, the new world with all its power and might steps forth to the rescue and the liberation of people. In times of universal deceit, truth is the only rebellion left. On today's show, subjective pronouns and students across the country claiming to be the bazaar, claiming that they're rocks, bananas, cats, and dogs. Are these stories true? And what do the fact checkers say? And how should you respond to this conversation? I'm Dr. Ever Piper, and this is The Rebellion. Good morning, and welcome to The Rebellion. Thank you for listening into the show. Today's topic is these stories that are rather pervasive in the news right now. Stories about students in classrooms across the nation saying that their preferred pronoun is a banana or a rock a cat or a dog. Is this stuff really happening? If you go out and fact check these stories, many of the fact checkers will tell you that they're false, that this stuff isn't really happening, and that conservatives are ridiculous for bringing them up. But yet you have thousands upon thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people that read these stories and believe them and say, well, I heard that they're putting litter boxes in schools in Iowa or Michigan because students identify as cats and they refuse to use the toilets. Is that a true story or is that something that's been made up? Is it a lie? Is it a fabrication? The fact checkers say this is just conservative, conservative nonsense, that this is conservative groupthink and that you should be ashamed of yourself for buying that lie and believing that story. There's a TikTok video, with audio obviously too, where a teacher is saying that she doesn't know what to do. She has students coming to her classroom identifying as rocks and bananas, and she doesn't know whether she has to use those pronouns. Is she required to use their preferred pronouns when they say, I am a rock or I am a banana? She's actually asking for advice on TikTok. Is this true or is this satire? And why are a lot of people believing that this teacher is actually pleading for advice? There's nothing in the video that would suggest that it's satire. It, it appears that it's true and accurate depiction of a teacher asking for advice. I'm actually going to play that audio clip for you after we take a break. But here's the thing. As you hear these stories, and it's not just the sexuality and the preferred pronoun stuff, it goes elsewhere too. As you hear claims of, well, if we, if we actually pass this particular bill in Congress, the bill for the deficit reduction, excuse me, not deficit reduction, inflation reduction act that Joe Biden and the Democrats have just passed, if we, if we actually codify that into law, then it's going to result in uh, nearly 90,000 new IRS officers that will have the authority to intrude into your private lives. Uh, 
it, it may actually result in them having the legal authority if Joe Biden declares global warming to be a national emergency that these IRS officers, as well as other government officials, will have the authority to start shutting down your farms, confiscate, confiscating your cows and your animals, and take these draconian measures to stop the destruction of the planet if you won't comply. They may have the authority to actually tell you to stop driving any fossil fuel, any fossil fueled a vehicle, such as a tractor, to do your farming or your car or pickup to drive to work. So when we bring up the potential consequences of these, what we consider bad ideas, this legislation, uh, we'll call it AOC's Green New Deal legislation, that it's going to have consequences. There will be consequences to this legislation, and why won't it lead to these extreme measures? Is there anything that would stop it if we continue to go down this path? Likewise, when it comes to the subjective pronoun issues, uh, there are going to be consequences to allowing students or, or encouraging students to choose their preferred pronouns, even though those pronouns not only are bad grammar, but they are bad science because they're choosing to identify as things that they are not. Boys identifying as girls, girls identifying as boys. There will be consequences. The consequences will lead to X, Y, Z. When conservatives say that, when conservatives suggest that if you, if you change the definition of marriage, because it no longer matters whether you're a man or a woman when you enter into a relationship with somebody else, male and female distinctions are being watered down, if not even eliminated from the marital factor. If you do that, then you're going to be dumbing down the definition of what it means to be a man and a woman in other areas of life, and it will lead to certain things. It will lead to the loss of a distinction between male and female in other areas of culture. When we said that during the Obergefell debate, we were mocked in the line. We were told, well, that will never happen, but yet here we are. Today we're talking about elementary school kids being able to identify as something they're not, and we're even being encouraged to affirm them to the point where if they want medical procedures to actually change their identity, hormone therapy, surgery, whatnot, that we should applaud that rather than stop it. Now, when we said that this stuff would happen back in the Obergefell days, again, the response was, well, that'll never happen. And when we're saying that the climate change legislation is going to lead to the loss of private property and perhaps even, even uh farms lying fallow and food production decreasing dramatically to the point where not only will food be very, very expensive and difficult to buy, but you won't have enough of it. When we say that what's happening in Sri Lanka could happen here, we're mocked and maligned and people will say, well, that'll never happen. And when somebody says, well, if you can identify as something that you're biologically, physiologically not, a man is a woman, a woman is a man, a boy is a girl, a girl is a boy. If you can do that, then why can't you identify as something else that you're not? What's to stop that? Again, you're mocked and maligned, and they'll say, that'll never happen. Well, why not? Why not? Now, before we take the break, I want to make this very clear. We should never perpetuate things that aren't true. 
it appears that this report about litter boxes in schools is not true. At least I did some research on it, and there was no evidence that I could find out there that actually confirms that they're doing this in any school system in the nation right now. But here's the question. Um, why do so many people actually believe these stories? Is it possible that the broken ideas that we, we've embraced as a culture have led us to the point that logically you can actually, uh, you can actually go there? Well, logically, at least subliminally. You're thinking, well, if you can identify as this and you're not, then why can't you identify as that when you're not? And if they're accommodating this behavior that just yesterday, just yesterday was codified by the American Psychological Association as a mental disorder, and now it's normal and something to celebrate, then why won't we be doing the same thing with other mental disorders? Won't we be asked to celebrate those disorders tomorrow if people can actually deny the body, deny science, deny reality, and claim to be something that's absurd. So, before we take a break one more time, we should not perpetuate the lie, the air. We should not parrot things if we haven't checked them out ourselves. Now, just because fact checkers say something doesn't mean anything anymore today, because we know that the fact checkers are biased. We know that. We know that if you say anything negative about the COVID vaccine, that they'll fact check you and silence you and say that's not true, even though it is absolutely true that the COVID vaccine, the COVID vaccine has not been around long enough to be tested, tested well enough to demonstrate its efficacy long term. We don't know what the long term side effects of a new drug, any drug, I don't care whether it's this vaccine or any other vaccine or any other drug, if it hasn't been around long enough to test longitudinally, then you don't know what the longitudinal long-term benefits or side effects are. You don't know. But by saying that, you're silenced, you're fact-checked. So we know that there are problems with fact-checkers, but we can do our own fact-checking. You can dig into the stories, you can ask good questions, and you, you can try to find out if stories like these litter box stories are true. Now, my, re my research indicates that they're probably not. So I'm not perpetuating that. But what I am suggesting is that we've got a problem. We've got a problem because ideas have consequences. And these broken ideas logically are going to lead somewhere. They're going to lead somewhere. And if you can claim to be something you're not, then why can't you claim to be even something more bizarre than a man claiming to be a woman, a woman claiming to be a man? Why can't you claim to be something even more bizarre than that? So I'm going to play this clip of this teacher pleading for help as to what to do with pronouns, preferred pronouns, when her students aren't saying, well, I'm a girl, when in fact it's obvious that the student is a boy. No, that's not what's going on here. She has students claiming that they are bananas. Their preferred pronoun is a banana. Their preferred pronoun is a rock. By the way, there was a day when a banana and a rock was a noun, not a pronoun. Okay, that's another story for another time. So let's take a break, and when I get back, we'll play this clip and I'll respond to it. I'll respond to this ongoing narrative of, well, that'll never happen. But yet it seems to be happening. And just because, just because they want to mock and malign the suggestion that it could happen, 
It could happen because we've opened up Pandora's box. Just because they want to mock and malign it doesn't mean, doesn't mean that it won't happen and doesn't mean that you should be silenced. Asking a good question like, well, why won't it happen? What's to stop it? That might be what we should do. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion. Let's take a break, and I'll be right back in a couple minutes. Okay, welcome back to The Rebellion. What I want to do right now is play this TikTok uh, audio, video, but uh, you obviously can't see it when you're listening to me here on The Rebellion. So you'll hear the audio part of this teacher. I think she's fifth grade teacher. Uh, that's somewhat irrelevant. Um, this is reported by Not The Bee. So listen to this. Okay, TikTok, I really need your help here on this one. I'm a teacher. I teach fifth and sixth grade. And uh, this morning, I don't know, somehow um, the concept of pronouns came up. Um, and one of my students said, well, Miss O'Dell, did you even ask me my pronouns? And I was like, whoa, I hadn't actually asked him his pronouns. And I had called him a him. And I, I said, oh, uh, I'm so sorry. I haven't actually called you. I mean, asked you what your pronouns are. And um, what are they? He said, I'm sorry, banana said, banana and rock. And I was like, dude, no, like, don't mess around. I was, I was actually really upset because I thought he was making fun of it. And in fact, I'm still pretty sure he was making fun of it. And, uh, but they all agreed, no, like, you can choose anything. Banana, rock, if you want banana and rock to be a pronoun, banana and rock's your pronoun. Is it? TikTok, tell me. So there you have it. Is it? TikTok, tell me. I'm a teacher, and if I have students that come into my classroom and say that their preferred pronouns are something that do not reflect the reality of who they are, do I have to honor them? Should I honor them? Should I affirm them? Should I embrace it? Is it my obligation within the SJW, BLM, critical race theory, LGBTQIA, alphabet lexicon, is it my responsibility? If I want to be a good teacher and a good person, should I affirm their pronoun choices? That's what she's asking. Now, again, this is reported by the B. And I can already predict what's going to happen. Conservatives that are reporting on this, like not the B or yours truly, are going to be mocked for buying the lie. Well, that was just sarcasm. They were setting you up. Well, it doesn't appear that way in terms of the teacher's actual video. And even if it is, even if it is sarcasm, even if we took the bait, even if we're responding to this, when it, the scenario that the teacher is portraying isn't even real, ask yourself this question. Why are tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people responding to this and saying, she's got a good point. What, what pronouns should we use? How far are we going to take this? I guess that's the key question here, isn't it? How far are we going to take this? Again, a good conservative tries to conserve the truth. And when you see the truth being compromised, and you recognize that opening up Pandora's box by telling a lie, embracing a lie, affirming a lie isn't going to stop with just that lie, that it's going to lead to other places, other lies being affirmed likewise. When you, when you recognize that and you point that out, and they say, well, that'll never happen, I think our response should be, well, why? Why? Matt Walsh, in his 
in his documentary, What is a Woman, comes across a particular therapist in New York. The therapist says that school children are self-identifying as animals and disrupting classrooms. She goes on to say that uh, now we're seeing kids that are identifying as animals going to school, and they're purring instead of answering questions, and they meow, and that teachers are not allowed to question what they're doing because it's considered a new queer identity, quote-unquote. That's in Matt Walsh's documentary, What is a Woman? Um, Now, What's happening is people are mocking Matt Walsh, the left. And they're suggesting that this therapist is lying. They have no evidence that she's lying, but they can't find any evidence in the schools to confirm that indeed this is happening, or at least that's what they say. This kind of ties into this apparently false claim that school districts in Iowa and elsewhere are providing litter boxes for furries, Furries is a new category, by the way. Even the left will acknowledge that it is a category of people who enjoy identifying as animals. Now, they're not actually saying they are animals. They just get their kicks out of dressing up and pretending to be animals. Now, there are also Therians when Therians actually do think they are the animal. It's interesting that Therians are still defined as a mental dysfunction. And therefore, because it's still codified, it's still categorized by the American Psychological Association as a mental dysfunction, then therefore we should just accept that and not buy this lie that this is becoming normalized. But I want to remind you that just yesterday, those who identify as a different sex than what they are were categorized by the APA as a mental dysfunction. We just woke up one day and decided to change it. Okay, So if we're going to wake up one day and decide to change that, what's to stop us from changing other things? Oh, that'll never happen. Piper, you're crazy. You've lost it. We're never going to go there. Well, really? Why not? I mean, we bought the lie of other things. We buy the lie of anthropomorphic global warming, even though we know that sunspot activity is actually the primary cause of fluctuating weather patterns. We've bought that lie, and now we're doing incredibly foolish things, stupid things. Shutting down farming in Sri Lanka and the Netherlands. Compromising it here in the United States. We, we know that 80% of our energy comes from fossil fuels, coal, natural gas, and oil. and that only 3% of our energy comes from solar and wind. We know that. That's a fact. So we shut down the 80%. By the way, what makes up the difference? Hydro and nuclear. Okay. And we, we won't support nuclear. That's a bad thing. And we're going to start destroying dams across the country. We're actually doing that because they compromised the environment, quote unquote. So we're destroying over 80% of our energy production capacity for the sake of the 3%. And we're patting ourselves on the back and saying this is a good thing. Now, you may say, what's that have to do with this gender-bending identity uh, politics nonsense? It has everything to do with it. Because all of these claims 
All of these claims are things that conservatives said, hey, if we go there, there are going to be negative consequences. If we go down this global warming climate change path, where is it going to stop? If you give the government control over all of these areas of our lives, because every area of our life basically touches upon energy use, driving your car, driving your truck, driving your tractor, heating your home, flying in a plane, etc. All of these areas affect our lives, and if we give control to the government over all of this stuff, they could actually start shutting down your farm, taking away your tractor. If we buy the lie that cows are producing bad weather because of their flatulence, then are they going to start taking away our cows? And Oh, you guys are absurd. That'll never happen. But it's happening in the Netherlands right now. It's happening in Sri Lanka, and people are applauding it because these people, these, these smart folks, these leaders of these other countries care about the earth more than we do. We said that you know, the, the sexual nihilism of LGBTQIA isn't going to end with just people doing what they want to do in the privacy of their bedroom. In fact, conservatives like me all along said, I may not agree with what you do in your bedroom. I may say that it's unbiblical and immoral, but I, I'm not going to say that it should be illegal. So shut your bedroom door and stop making it public. And uh, at least in some sense of the word, I don't care what you do. Shut the door. Uh, no, no, that's that's not an acceptable response to them. Because, because I then argued, however, if you change this as a cultural norm and you start going down this path, then what's to stop other things from happening within the realm of your sexual nihilism as a worldview? If there's no distinction between man and woman in marriage, then is there going to be any distinction between man and woman when it comes to the bathroom, when it comes to the shower, when it comes to the sport? Won't this kill women's sports? Okay, if there's no female distinction or male distinction biologically, ontologically, if we can't know what a man or a woman is epistemologically, then won't women lose all of these facilities? All these programs, all these sports, all these scholarships, won't they lose? Won't women be the losers in the end? Oh, that'll never happen. And if that subjective identity nonsense prevails, then won't children be able to claim that there's something that they're not? So here we've got these bizarre stories. We've got this story of this woman on TikTok saying, what do I do? I'm a teacher. I'm a fifth grade teacher, and I've got students coming into my classroom telling me that their preferred pronouns are banana and rock. TikTok, tell me what to do. Tell me what to do. And I'm saying, told you so. Told you we were going to go there. If we're going to embrace the same student coming into the classroom and saying, I'm a girl. But when it's obvious that the student is not, that he's a boy, and you're prohibited as a teacher from correcting his error, saying, no, no, you're, you're identifying as something that you're not, and that's not healthy. It's actually disrespectful, because the identity that you've claimed is akin to appropriating someone else's identity, and it's offensive to them. It's called cultural appropriation. You're pretending to be something that you're not. You're pretending to be black when you're not. You're white. We call that something. It's called black-facing. You're pretending to be a woman when, in fact, you're not. You're a male. You're a man. You're a boy. 
And we call that something. It's misogyny. It's no different, really, than blackfacing women. Because as you dress up in blackface and mimic a person of color, you're dressing up in exaggerated makeup and costume and pretending to be something you're not. You can't dress up like an animal and claim you are one. You can't come into my class and say that you want me to call you a banana or call you a rock. You're not. I won't do that. But to suggest these things today is somehow unloving and uncaring. It's not affirming. So I'm not arguing that the litter box story is true. What I'm asking is, why won't we go there? What's going to stop us from going there? Well, that'll never happen. Well, why won't it happen? Your worldview, if you embrace all of these lies, all of this subjective identity nonsense, if you embrace it for male-female distinctions, if you embrace the worldview that you can deny science when it comes to global warming, or you can deny science when it comes to the economy, that you can print more money hand over fist and pretend that that's going to make inflation better rather than worse. I mean, all of these things tie together, whether it's the sexuality lie, whether it's the environmental lie, whether it's the economic lie. All of these things tie together because it's the denial of reality. It's the denial of reality that really is in play here. And when you, when you start accepting one area of denial, then all of the dominoes start falling over. They're all connected. There's really no difference here. Dorothy Sayers gave a lecture back in 1947 at Oxford where she said this, Has it ever struck you as odd that today when the proportion of literacy throughout the West is higher than it ever has been, that people should have become susceptible to the influence of mad propaganda to an extent hereto unheard of and unimagined? Do you sometimes have an uneasy suspicion that the product of modern education is less good than previously thought plausible? Have you ever listened to a debate and been fretted by the extraordinary inability of the average debater to speak to the question or to refute the arguments of the other side? Good questions, huh? What's her point? In 1947, she was warning that bad education would lead to the lunacy of our time. Do you ever have an uneasy suspicion that the product of modern education is less good than previously thought plausible? Have you ever listened to a debate and been fretted by the extraordinary inability of the average debater to speak to the question? Now, when you listen to that TikTok question from that teacher, a woman who's charged to teach your students how to think, does it bother you? Are you fretted a bit by her inability to respond to a student who says he's a banana and a rock, or a student who says he is a she, or a student that has bought the lie that somehow cows are causing the destruction of the earth because of their flatulence. It all ties together. It's all buying the lie. Truth matters. In times of universal deceit, truth is the only rebellion left. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion.